so today we're going to talk about boundaries and so much more around boundaries as well. So reinforcing helps you with healthy boundaries for our personal power. Setting boundaries is an essential part of healthy self-power. And it empowers us to live and speak our truth. And it's time to take the reins of our own life. Boundaries. <clears throat> our limits we set for ourselves that determine what we allow or we won't engage in. They help us decide when to participate and when to leave. Boundaries are not a way of pushing others, not a way we push of punishing others. They are a way we protect ourselves. They are about us teaching others how we wish to be treated, even though it may be scary to set boundaries with someone. We all deserve to have our needs met. So the benefits of setting healthy boundaries, we have less conflict in relationships because what normally seems to happen is we, we don't want any bother. We just like go with things because we can't be bothered causing an uproar of just conflict. So we tend to go, but what happens is we, um, remember Jill used to talk about this swallowing bombs. We swallow it, we swallow it and then we swallow it. And then like, we'll just go, one day so eventually it all comes back up anyway but if we learn to do things as we're going then there won't be like an eruption later down the line which ultimately always ends up happening anyway um feeling respected um by yourself and others less anxiety and stress less anger and resentment improved communication greater self-esteem more time and energy to do things that nourish and bring joy to our mind body and soul feeling understood and accepted by friends and family our needs are met, feelings of peace and safety, greater assertiveness, just like Victoria, um, greater assertiveness, more compassion and an increase of confidence. What we find an added benefit to boundaries is respect. Respect, like people will give us the respect that we give ourselves and sometimes we can feel disrespected and that's because we haven't drawn the line of when we draw a line, it's ultimately, we've stated it calmly and clearly that this is where the line is. And then we can't get annoyed with somebody for stepping over a line that we haven't told somebody that the line's there. This can happen in so many situations, family, work, relationships, friendships, everything really. And we have boundaries with ourselves as well, which is a huge important one. Okay. Five boundaries that we need, no explanation is necessary. Emotional boundaries around inappropriate topics, emotional dumping or dismissing emotions. So you can get someone that will ring you and we will all be a culprit in this. We don't actually ask someone if like they've got the capacity to deal with this or we might have somebody else that might ring us and dump on us you know so around emotional dumping and getting awareness around you know what we've got space for and what we haven't um and dismissing emotions like I've had this in a text message where I've brought something up to somebody that needs to be addressed and then they've ignored it and then they've asked me an alternative question about something completely different so they haven't actually um they haven't actually addressed the thing you know which which is dismissing basically what I'm what I'm saying um, 
material boundaries around possessions, when they can be used, um, and how they are treated and the car cannot be used on weekends, time and energy, boundaries around time, lateness, um, when to contact, favours and free labour. If you're going to be late, please let me know. Remember that people will always treat our time and energy how they treat their own. So if they don't have any respect for their own time, they probably won't appreciate ours. It's about what they value, but we have to show what we value and what's important to us, because ultimately what's important to us might be important to them. Mental boundaries around beliefs, values and opinions, the freedom to have our own thoughts. So ultimately, obviously, two people thinking two completely different things and it's OK and there's no argument between that. It's I want to be able to have my opinion and I'm not saying yours is wrong. I'm just respecting you know, a lot of people will argue that their point and want you to see theirs. And ultimately, we can't make anybody else see anything else. I respect that you disagree with my opinion, but please don't force your own on me. No is a complete sentence. Physical boundaries around proximity, touch, unwanted comments regarding our appearance. Appear, appearing, uh, appearance. Um, I don't find comments like that funny. You'll have people that will say things and then say, I'm only joking. And like, that's not okay because you're just covering what you've just said up with a joke and it's not funny, quite frankly. <laughs> so yeah, um, there's so many different areas of boundaries. Boundaries and how we teach others to respect our energy. We will all be, I know I am, at fault for using this left column. So not a boundary. There's something wrong with you. I'm not taking it anymore. That's not a boundary. If you continue to yell and not allow me to speak, I won't be communicating with you. It's being more clear in, um, in coming to a resolution in what we're saying. I'm not a superhero. I can't do everything. What don't you understand? That is not a boundary. It's going forward. I won't be able to have dinner ready on Fridays with my schedule. That's it. We've got to say what we mean calmly and clearly. If this happens one more time, I'm done. You'll see. I feel very hurt when you don't consider me in making decisions for us both. I will need to be included in making them moving forward. We need to understand what's annoying us so that we can communicate it. And we need to try and come to a solution in our mind so that we can offer a solution to the problem. You are not listening to me. You think you're right all of the time. All you do is yell over me. I feel disrespected when you talk over me. I need to be able to have the space to communicate with you. When we're using the left column, not, not a boundary, we're not really getting to any sort of resolution and we're not really communicating effectively to be able to come to a solution. And then we'll find that we're saying a lot of them over and over and over and over again if we don't communicate it and reframe it into an effective boundary which has got a solution does everyone say the left column yeah not just me though. <laughs> what do you think i am <laughs> and, um, we spoke about it on one of the other workshops didn't we like people can't read our minds so we, like, as long as we know we've explained ourselves calmly and clearly and asked for, you know, an action, and that's our boundary, 
we know we've done everything we can, don't we? But if we just like use the left column, not nothing good comes from that, does it? No, no, and it's something that will just be repeated over and over and over and over and over again with no resolution really. Yeah, I think you know when it's like when those things we say, those things are not a boundary. And when I know I've said them, I'm not speaking from a rational place whatsoever. I've, it's like when I've lost my cool. Yeah. So I'm speaking normally in anger and I'm speaking from an emotional place. Whereas if I'm speaking from a rational, calm place, I'm using the it is a boundary language. Yeah. And it's, it's recognizing what headspace you're in. And it's yeah. like if you're going to say that one because you're in such a like, I, I'm trying to learn to like go, Ooh, just don't say anything until you're in a calm up and then address it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely logic and emotion, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So examples of boundaries we set with ourselves, not answering work emails, <clears throat> and sticking to our budget, not engaging with gossip, no TV in a bedroom, not working past 7 p.m., allowing ourselves two cups of coffee a day. Um, only buying what's on our shopping list, keep on regular bed- bedtime and wake-up time, no alcohol. On weeknights, not going on social media before bed. So these are all an example of boundaries that we could set with ourselves. I'm not too sure if, the, if there's a question on this, but maybe if we just write down now some boundaries that we can set with ourselves. I found when looking at this, I, I recognise that previously I couldn't even set boundary with myself never mind other people yeah like I, I do now but I'm like wow I never used to yeah yeah it's it's actually going hang on what what is my boundary for myself it, it's so huge because ultimately once we start doing it with ourselves it gets easier to do it with other people like I'm really intrigued does anybody currently set boundaries with themselves The new one on there probably is two cups of coffee a day. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie, I haven't done that every day. I don't know. See, my, I used to have, um, no, not really, we should though. Yeah, definitely. Because my problem was being under-nurtured under and over-disciplined, that was never a problem with me. I was I was over-boundaried. I wouldn't allow myself baths until a certain time of night until it was dark like crazy things like that you know because I seen that as relaxing and I'm not allowed to relax in the day wow never thought of over boundaries like that Mm, that was like like now like I I for me now I'll get a bath in the middle of the day and I'll be like oh me getting a bath in the middle of the day like it's a big thing do you know what I mean because because I was that disciplined I was that like a sergeant major I didn't um I didn't yeah I was just over rest from the gym at weekends and relax a bit more working out I think it's because my job I have to train every day it was hard on myself yeah definitely so it's just thinking of boundaries that we can use with ourselves because if we can't stick to our own boundaries, how are we expecting others to stick to our to, to our boundaries? Yeah. How we boundaries we? boundaries I've set like I don't I don't work at the weekends. Um and 
I did the two cup of, I allowed myself two cups of coffee a day. Um, the ones that are kind of a separate on rubbish it's sticking to is like um, the, the regular bedtime and wake up. I'm just, it's like, I feel as though I'm over-nurturing myself because like, no, you just need that extra 10 minutes. So it's all right, just just finish this this chapter in the book before you go to sleep and stuff like that. So it's like, I make excuses to myself. So um, yeah. Yeah, and bear in mind as well, these examples here, the these, what we wrote here are examples. These are not to say that these are the correct boundaries. No. You know, but we all the, have our own. Yeah, the things I've set myself and then I know I don't stick to, I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it's knowing what's important to us, isn't it? Like, I'm only just picking up on the sleep and waking up one because ultimately I try and work with my body. So if I feel like creative at a certain time, that I'll utilize that. Whereas every morning, if I feel like I need more sleep, I will take more sleep. You know, I've tried to undo, undo all the boundaries that are placed upon myself to give myself more nurture. So it's it, it's so individual, isn't it, to us all? Like that part, like part of like healing after what you've put yourself through previously. Yeah. 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 So I like I'm very, very, I'm very conscious of nature. Discipline's not a problem for me. Hmm. Self-discipline is 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 not a problem because it's something that's I've I've drilled into myself since I was younger. But the nature side is so I am mindful about nature. And I'm I'm careful when I'm setting these boundaries for myself. It's good though, isn't it? Because you no one could sustain what you were doing, but obviously, because you, no. you're just crash and burn in the end. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, I was I was I was ill. So unhealthy, it was toxic. So unhealthy. Couldn't see it then at all. At all. But I look now and I'm like, wow. How did how was you even alive? <laughs> oh. Like a constant machine, you know? Go, 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 go. And then it's horrible, isn't it? Because I know you'd work and you think you're gonna get this sense of gratification and you don't. No. You just feel horrible and you feel guilty and you don't know why. Yeah. And then yeah. and then the next and then the next and then the next and never goes. Self-discipline is a more yeah, I won't drink coffee after four PM. I've never had any discipline as a child or boundaries. Yeah, so that's something that to be mindful of then, Lindsay, to set them yourself. Um, that's something that you haven't had, that's something that you'll have to be extra like conscious about. Um nature versus nature, we all, all have to undo, don't we, and balance everything out. It's hard. Yeah, that's exactly what we have to do. We have to undo and then um, and then balance, find out what's healthy and then think about the way we are and then ask ourselves, is the way we are healthy? And if it's not, what do we need to do to, to create some balance around that? If it's just massive on awareness. Okay, what's our next one? Proper made me think what Lindsay's just wrote about never having discipline as a child. Can't wait for our podcast on Thursday. I'm going to tell you all about how I was like moogly raised by walls and that's why I've got no boundaries because there was no one around me <laughs> I'm gonna tell you it all <laughs> it's mad that isn't it it's like what's the podcast on boundaries I thought we should have done that no 
Was it people pleasing? I felt like it was loads of boundaries, innit? Oh, it's so false in that sound. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Like that, this is probably the first thing that we've done. But I haven't naturally took that back to childhood, but it is, isn't it? Yeah. We learn that then. Mm. We learn everything then. <clears throat> That's where all our beliefs come from, isn't it? Reasons why we don't set boundaries. Fear of what others think. Assume others will be mad. Think it's not that important. We don't want the hassle. We want to avoid conflict. We prefer going with the flow. We fear being seen as selfish. And we don't know where to start. So many reasons why, why we don't set boundaries. Ways we violate our own boundaries, spending time with people to the point of emotional exhaustion. We really have to pay attention to how we feel in the spaces that we're in. Those feelings are messages to us and that emotion that we're feeling is everything. And it's tuning in, tuning into to how we feel and limiting our time, not speaking up about something that is important to us. Like we, we all have our like values and things that matter to us. And when we know when it's time to speak up, we know when we need to speak up and not doing that is invalidating ourselves and violating our own boundaries, overgiven without asking to have our needs reciprocated. Ultimately we do that and we give and give and give and give and give and give and give. And then we get angry and we resent another person. And then we want to block the other person out when really it's, it's our responsibility to set the boundary with how much that we give. But being a kind natured person, we tend to just automatically overgive and sometimes give when it's not even asked for really. And then get a problem with someone else. Not making our opinions or emotions a priority. We matter too. It's important. Not letting people know when we have hit our emotional or physical limits. So when you're absolutely emotionally drained and the phone rings, not answering the call. Not answering when you've got nothing left to give. Still trying to take on that more. When you know that you're already empty and it's time to refuel. I did that last week and then I tried to make myself feel guilty for not feeling guilty. And then I told myself off. I tried to make myself feel guilty for not feeling guilty. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't answered the phone, you don't feel guilty, so you should feel guilty because you haven't answered the phone. I was like, how bad is that that I don't even feel guilty? <laughs> Good, that's gross. Because <laughs> it just and it it was just I just didn't have I just didn't have it in me to a message to later and made sure they were okay but I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's important to know you know because ultimately we can't give to others when we haven't got anything within us. And I think um, when we start showing up differently with other people, you'll find that it's reciprocated. So like when I need to like sort of vent not in my journal, I'll say, have, have you got space for this right now? Because I need to talk. And then I find that when that person calls me, they'll say that to me. Mm. Because 
how I'm treating others and myself is ultimately uh, a standard that I've put in place for how to others to treat me. So if we start doing it with others, it will be reciprocated. It's like teaching people, isn't it? Okay. How to deal with people who repeatedly violate our boundaries, continue to set strong, consistent boundaries, record the boundary violations and your responses in our journal. So when I was going through a time where my boundaries were constantly being violated, I was um, being told that um, my reality wasn't real. So I was being gaslighted, um, like, like um, it was like mental and emotional abuse. So I was being told that what I was, what a situation, a real life scenario that had happened wasn't real and I was making it up. So that's when I became attached to my journal because I knew that I wasn't insane, but I was being made to feel like I was insane. So that is how the recording, the boundary and the violations um, comes in handy in a journal because then you've dated it and you've said it at the time and you understand and you've got clarity yourself regardless of what anybody else says. Now you might be in a situation where someone's saying your reality isn't real, but ultimately it helps us. It helps us to um, understand, you know, actually seeing patterns and things like that. Um, become clear with ourselves about what treatment we are willing to allow and what we won't. We can't tell somebody else how to treat us if we don't know. Um, how we expect to be treated some random example someone rang me last night and told me not to say something and they were going to tell me something about someone else and I said are you jangler to me no well I've just I said don't gossip to me you're going to lower me vibration now I know that they won't like that but I don't have gossip or jangle in my life <laughs> that's like a boundary that I've got so it's like it, it's it's difficult to, to say that to someone like and they were like you're dead quiet and I was like I know because I don't want to know I don't want to know and it, it, it's hard but after it you like you know that the other person will be thinking whatever about yeah whatever they want to think but ultimately you've been true to yourself and that person will never do that to you again they'll never they'll know that they can't ring you and jangle because you won't accept it ultimately we get what we accept and we have to draw the line and tell people what is and isn't okay and if we don't know what that is how are we going to do it so becoming clear with ourselves about the treatment that we are willing to allow and not accept that some people may not accept our boundaries no matter what we do make our own decision to continue forward or to limit or cut off all contact based on our own experiences Detach from the outcome and remind ourselves that we cannot control other people's thoughts and actions. We can control what we say, do and think. We have the power over our own lives. So there's some people in our lives that we feel like are always going to be in our lives and there's nothing that we can do about it. But what we can do is we can disconnect and we can limit our time and our energy. We don't have to completely if you can and you want to, you can cut them off, obviously. But if you can't, you can be mindful around the energy that's 
being put into the situation and create a boundary around your time and space with when you put yourselves in them in them situations. Um, I think because I cared for my mom, also having kids in a full time job, my time was ruled by others and discipline to keep the wheels on my life because my mum died three years ago and my daughters are older now. I think I now overnage myself and lack personal discipline. Looks like you're making up for some times. <laughs> making up for it. Um, guilt of each of them. Guilty of each of them. Yeah, that's cruel. I I have had that. I think I'm going through it now. Yeah, that was um, in response to um, being gaslight gaslighting. Um, I don't like gossip. Yeah. Explore here your own awareness around how boundaries apply to your life at the moment. Does boundary setting come easy to you? Or do you need to focus more on this? Do you set clear boundaries with yourself and with others? So how do you feel about it? And how do you feel setting a boundary? And are they clear? Because if not, it would be a good idea to create a list in each area of your life. It's also a little bit like our promises, you know, that we make to ourselves. I feel like boundaries are a little bit easier to set because once you realise that what someone else thinks of you is none of your business and basically don't give a shit what anyone else thinks of you, it's like, I feel like it's a bit easier because I used to do things for, like, my friends, really put myself out, things that I hated doing. Like, I'd look after all their kids, um, and I hated it. But I just do it to help everyone out and blah, 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 and other stuff. But in the end, I was like, no. And if you think I'm a bitch, you think I'm a bitch, because I don't really care anyway. Yeah. So yeah, once, you, like once you get over that bit, boundaries feel easier, well, I think, anyway. Definitely a thousand percent if you're worried about, you've still got, like, um, people-pleasing um, tendencies, mm. then, and you care what others think, it, it's way harder to set a boundary. Yeah, you can't do it. No, it's way harder, you feel, but it's good to start with little ones and maybe mm. getting them clear to yourself for a start. Never mind setting them, just knowing what they are is huge. Mm. Yeah. It's like life rules, isn't it? Mm. Like, I pay attention to how I feel and my emotions and stuff in certain situations, and then I go, oh, I need a boundary. It's my emotions that help me to create my boundaries, because ultimately new ones are created all the time, depending on different situations and scenarios and whatever else. Because mm. if we feel that way in that moment, we'll probably feel like that again if it happens again. I just find it hard to set boundaries with my ex, with my kid's dad, like because he can exhaust me. And when it come up on the thing before, 
Like he can literally leave me with like nothing in the tank. Yeah. Like by the time he goes home, and I mean like nothing. But I'm like, <clears throat> I've always struggled with this with him really. Boundaries, the same thing keeps coming up, but I just, I don't really know like how to set it, if you know what I mean. Is it, is it with your time and space? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's and like how it makes me feel, like he comes in and like just dumps everything, like straight away. As soon as I you open the door, he starts them. talking. What? Yeah. <laughs> like emotional. And, yeah. Yeah, and it's so exhausting. And even though we're trying to say, like, listen, you can't just start talking as soon as we open the door. <laughs> it, it just doesn't, but I'm obviously not making myself clearer, am I? I think, why don't you tell him, why don't you buy him a nice journal for Christmas? I was going to say a mask to show <laughs> Now a journal and say, see this? It's yeah. your emotional dumping ground. <laughs> not this. Do you understand? Yeah. I have to say, text me instead of talking to me. <laughs> Even if we're in the same house. Because <laughs> I can't, like, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> and then... Um, I know. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know what it is, though. Oh, yeah. I feel like certain boundaries cause people to think it's directed at them. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm crap at small talk when I'm talking to someone who only wants to gossip because I don't do gossip and it gets awkward. Yeah, definitely. It's limiting who you're around and knowing where you can and can't be. See, this is where I couldn't take that call from this. I've realised how triggered I am. I come off the call like it's happening to me, but they need support. This is where I couldn't take that call from this. When I, when I said, when I ignored the call last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> just easy so, to speak isn't it yeah the phone call yeah and especially with me honest to god I'm terrible aren't I I'm like and that <laughs> went to <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so um how trigger, it, oh, they trigger you the person you mean yeah because I've been in similar situations and I can't I understand why like I've got like pains listening to it and my heart racing and I've realised that's what a trigger is, isn't it? Yeah, so you're so they're triggering you then, aren't they? Not um, intentionally, yeah. yeah but I just I just realised that like I'm not gonna necessarily help them because I have not left myself. Yeah. If I'm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's good to know what's triggering you because it's good to look there. Because hmm. our triggers they become less intense, they last longer and we feel them less. But ultimately our goal is to is to make the trigger not affect us basically. Yeah. So any work that we can do around what triggers us is always helpful. Hmm. I just go quiet. I'd rather talk about someone in a positive way. Yeah, it's just draining, isn't it, when people like I couldn't believe it though because I've, I haven't had anyone ring to me and talk about anyone else in like ever. 
do you, do you get like like I get like proper pains in my belly sometimes you know if people start like slagging people off yeah it knocks me sick yeah mm-hmm. like and then like, your anger showing you what what is and isn't okay with you I can't even describe it it's like a winded feet it's horrible and I, I've gone through it I've had stages where I've gone oh my gosh if they're saying that about them they're saying that about me I'm not like that anymore I don't really care do you remember yeah. I don't want to listen to it either yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like you're participating, don't you? Even though you're just listening, and you sort of like feel a little bit of guilt or bad. By... And in in the past, yeah, and you're struggling communicating with someone because you've got the guilties because of what somebody else has said about them, and you've only you've only witnessed it. Yeah, you haven't even. Yeah. And then the worst thing, which I'm terrible for, is which you know, groups of girls, and they've said that, and I'm like an elephant who don't forget anything, and then like you'll see them swinging that, oh, I love you, and you're, like, nearly being sick in your mouth, going, you, you were saying this and saying that, saying and I that. told you to stop, and now you swing them out, and I'm like, she's your best friend, and I feel physically sick. Yeah, it's just, like, I'm like that, I can't, I just can't deal with it, like, anything that's not, like, um, authentic, and, like, honest, like, and real, I just can't be around. I just, mm-hmm. I just, I just physically can't be around it. Like, and I've got I've got this face, haven't I? You know, if the words don't leave my mouth, my face says it. Yeah. You're like, oh. yeah, so they're <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> then, yeah, it's just bad, isn't it? Well, yeah. I start arguing first though, I'm the person that's saying it about, so I get all defensive on their behalf. So I'm saying, well, you don't know what went on before that. You don't know what was going on over after that. So, you know, you'd have to understand the hills. But they said this and they said that. It doesn't matter what they said, does it really? Because they're obviously talking from, from like, they weren't being rational or whatever it is. And so I'm starting to argue with someone over what somebody else has said that's absolutely nothing to do with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, when that person rang me, I was like, do you know that? Or have you just invented that with your small mind? Do you like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not okay with it. Like, it, it's like trying to isn't it? Yeah, and that, it's just that, is it? If you won't say it to the face, don't say it at all. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know, a lot of people build connections through gossip, don't they? Because they don't have any depth or, like, similarities with somebody else. I had to boot up. <laughs> My mum was moaning that they do white pumpkins in our set. That was, she doesn't even know, but we ended up laughing. I was like, mum, are you being serious? She was like, pumpkins have always been on. And she said, well, they obviously haven't. <laughs> She said, it's all American. I said, do you eat beef bur- do you eat burgers? Do you eat fries? Do you have no chicken? You're like, where are you going to draw the line there? But she ends up laughing. And then I was like, what's going on? Why, why are you fuming over white pumpkins and ask the mum? It's all Americanized. <laughs> when, when? When did you have white pumpkins? When? They were always orange. <laughs> hmm. And then, but then, and then she was like, she was going, no, but I was out about the stripy ornaments. And I was like, but so what? So what if someone wants a black and white stripy pumpkin ornament? So what? <laughs> she is funny. Oh. She, dead, but she was deadly serious, so she was fuming. Was she? Fuming over white pumpkins. I have a word. Yeah. 
Sounds like me with my dad, Vic, the way you are with your mum. I'm like that with my dad. Are they bothering you? What's the problem? They do their world, you do yours. Yeah. But I love saying stuff like that because it throws people off. Like, why does it bother you? It's like they're not doing any harm. Just because it floats theirs, it doesn't have to float yours. It's okay. <laughs> but but they're like, what, what, what's going on if you're offended by a white pump, pumpkin? <laughs> Says I'm gonna get ten and put them all around your house. <laughs> aren't they? They're just that generation. They're just in their ways about things, isn't it? You don't see outside sometimes a little bit. And do you know what? It's like you just don't envision you because, like, my mum's sixty-nine in March, but part of me still thinks I'm eighteen and thinks my mum's in her forties. So, but she, but she is like she's turning into Nana Day. <laughs> so, yeah, and she's like, "What's going on? Halloween." Human, human, over white pumpkins. It's all American. Yeah, it's walked in white pumpkins everywhere. Oh. 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 Be straightforward, know what you want and ask for it. Start with start with you, explain why you would like them to do something different. This shows how the relationship matters to you. Don't apologise for setting the boundary or even explain. Stay calm and clear and know your worth. Address the boundary violations early. Be prepared to reinforce. Know your values, deal breakers, and your non-negotiables. Don't make it personal or take their response personally. Allow others to take care of themselves. You are not responsible for how they react. Let go of the guilt. You have every right to set a boundary. Take responsibility for your own wants and needs. Check your emotions first. Are you being triggered? Are they triggering you on purpose? Personal power lies in learning to respond rather than react. So if anything, a pause is better than anything. Accept the answer. If it's no, let yourself be uncomfortable and prioritize you. Release all expectations and let go of the end result. Ultimately, we can lose people in our life by not setting boundaries. And our boundaries are being set for a reason and we have to reinforce them. If we don't reinforce them and we're not ready to reinforce them, then just don't set the boundary. Just pointless. If you're not going to completely follow up with it every single time. Otherwise, your words weightless then. No one would listen to your boundary if you don't reinforce. Okay. Let's see what everyone's saying. And everyone's laughing about the pumpkins. They just sleep right next. <laughs> I wish I knew all this in my early 20s. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Identify healthy relationships. So trust and honesty. Accept each other's words. Communicate openly and truthfully. Give the benefit of the doubt. Accountability. Admit mistakes, apologise when wrong, accept responsibility for behaviours, attitudes and values, support. Support choices, 
being understanding, offers encouragement, listens without judgment, values opinions, understands perspective, safety, express, expresses self non-violently, respects physical space, refuses to intimidate or manipulate, cooperation, asking and not expecting, accepting change, willing to compromise, resolves conflicts together, makes decisions together. So much around respect and identifying what that is. I think um, there's a lot of these that we go, oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. But it's about building that mutual respect up. Um, and all these, um, all these visuals are on your, um, are on your dashboard. So you can always download these yourself. You know, if you wanted to keep some in your phone just for reference, I find that useful because it's nice to have a checkpoint, isn't it? Ways to say no gracefully. Not today, thank you. I'm not available for anything like that right now. I need to build more trust before I would be willing to consider that. I'm a no for now. I'm not into that, but you go and have some fun. I'm a no to that, but I'm a yes to you. I would love to do something with you, but not that. Could we try this instead? I'm finding a compromise. Could I get back to you on this while I think it over? We don't have to make decisions right now. I really appreciate you thinking of me, but I can't make it this time. There's ways to say no with grace. We don't have to be no, no, fuck off. We can just, we can say no in a, in a kind way. You know, ultimately we think no is like a, a nasty, no, I'm not going, no, I don't want to. These are very graceful. I'm not that graceful, like, but um, these are very graceful. For, um, they're more of a gentle now. Let's see. I've started telling people I don't make plans because it causes me stress. And I always tell people no. Pressure if they don't take up an offer. Yeah, we, we all know what's right for us. really struggle with this the what takes over the sweary yeah what do you mean like the bad language I, I just lose my temper and then I end up swearing oh yeah oh yeah 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 mm. Mm. I think that's when it's probably don't do it straight away it takes very long time yeah so it's probably like it's been over the boundaries in our mind we've got it but we haven't said it but then I'm like Vesuvius. Yeah, and then it's like below time. Yeah, file. <laughs> yeah. File. Yeah. Powerful ways to apologize. Say what you are sorry for. I am sorry for. Say why it was wrong. It was wrong because. Accept full responsibility. I accept full responsibility for what I did or said. Ask how to make amends. How can I make this better? Commit to not doing it again. Moving forward, I promise to. Ask for forgiveness. Please, will you accept my apology? 
respect their decision or boundary. I understand you may need time. Thank them. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. These are not apologies. I'm sorry, but it was your fault that I... You misunderstood what I meant. I'm sorry you feel that way. What about the time when you... These are not validating something that we need to take responsibility for. There's time we know when we're wrong and we know when we need to say sorry. And there's ways of doing so, saying it by making the other person feel like it's sincere. Okay. How to stop saying sorry when we really don't need to. Say thank you instead, for example, thank you for waiting for me instead of sorry I'm late. Ask yourself if you personally did anything wrong and reflect on why you feel guilty or the need to say sorry. Pause and reflect in silence before saying anything. And presence, practicing our presence helps us with the pause. The pause is very hard. Learning to respond rather than react is very difficult to do. But the more presence that we um, practice, the easier that that gets. When you stop over-apologising, you can get better at expressing your real thoughts and also boost your confidence. Laurie, tell um, everyone what you told me about Holly this morning. What did she say sorry for something? Oh, she said, um, hi, mum, can I have a plate? Sorry. And I was like, oh, this is a teacher moment because she's picked this up from me because I was very guilty of this, wasn't I, for many years. I was sorry, sorry, sorry. And you were like, it's not sorry, it's fuck you. And I yeah. was like, okay. Yeah, and I like, said, Holly, wasn't it? I was like, you can't say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, because you and I, I was explaining. I said to her first, I was like, Holly, you don't need to say sorry when you're asking me for something. And we talked through this about like, thank you for my plate, and you know when to say sorry and when not to say sorry. But I also explained to her, she picked it up from me, so she understood. Like, oh yeah, mom, you did say that. So, like, we've kind of got this vibe now where we're going to hold each other accountable. She was like, if I hear you say sorry, I'm going to say, mom, it's thank you. <laughs> like, and she was standing in her power with it. But it was like, oh, God, they picked that up from me. Yeah. I but think when you say thank you, you feel different, don't you? Yeah. You're more empowered, aren't you? And it's like, you're just saying the words because I'm not... Like, I think it was you that said to me, well, what are you sorry for? And I was like, well, I'm not. Why are you saying it? Well, I don't know. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but when you say sorry, people re react back to you as if you have done something to be sorry for as well, I've found. And it's like, wow, yeah. I asked for that. That's the association, isn't it, of the word sorry? Yeah. It's quite scouse, though, you know, as well. I've noticed yeah. since I've moved out to Liverpool. Sorry. Oh, sorry, can I get past there? Oh, sorry, love, can I do that? Sorry. See, it is like, and do you know what else as well, which is, I don't know whether, you know the way we go, I know, I know, and that affirms that you understand and you go, no, I know. <laughs> well, people over here can't get their head around that because they think you're saying, no, you're wrong. I know, I, and it causes, it's like a language barrier. But it's, <laughs> I know, I know, isn't it? I, I know, I know. Meaning you get excited. And it's an actual thing as well because my friend's got it. I know, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and it, sorry, sorry, can I get past there? Sorry, sorry. And you, you, go on, go on, yeah. go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. Yeah. 
<laughs> so much. I found that when I was traveling a lot, you know, the different um like things that I <clears throat> that I wasn't aware of. And like other people were like, what? And I was like, oh yeah, it's not actually a real thing. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. But it is when you when you break it down, like Laura's just said it is it, it's you shouldn't say sorry, should you? No. I always say sorry all the time. That's me. I over apologize. I live in Yorkshire now, and that's so right. Yeah. Okay, what have we got next? Explore here why you are going to create boundaries in your life moving forward. There may be a specific person in your life that you wish to create a boundary with. It could be with yourself or it could be boundaries in general. Remember to include a powerful why. Your boundaries are important to you and why you must stand strong in your personal power. Okay, we'll move on to the next one. The next one's um, the visualizations. Did you want to run through any people's questions or anything before we? People, yeah. We're all okay. like zombies after, aren't we? Yeah, we're zombies after. Okay, well, should we take this screen share off then? Has anyone got any questions? What's everyone thinking about that? Has, some, has anyone got a strong boundary, a strong why? Uh, quite a few. Good. Do you know why you need to set it then? And what you're going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I've already started. Oh, good. Mm. Mm. Has everyone else got a strong boundary and a why? Mine's ale. With the week a bit, or it's like it's uh, this is what I'm trying to not beat myself up about it. I'm trying to understand the balance because I had my family round yesterday, 
So I had a bottle. I bought organic as well, so it didn't feel rough. Uh, so I got a bottle of organic cruise and I was fine. I was sipping with my family. I was having dinner. And then as soon as they go, I don't know what goes on in my head, but I want to carry on. Yeah. And this is where I'm, it's like, why couldn't I? And then I'm having three double gins with lemonade. So I woke up this morning after a bottle of wine and gin on my own, listening to Greek music, trying to learn, because I'm trying to learn the language. And then it's like, um, and it's like I've woke up, me reflux is killing me, my mood's dead low. And then I start getting dead disappointed in myself. But then it's like, well, you with your family, you had you were having socialising and stuff. But then it's like, why does it feel the need to carry on? And I think but that's what we grew up with, don't you think? <laughs> it is. It's that. Well, that I know, Don. But it's like when we go, do I carry on like party for one and all that? It's like, but I love. I don't know. I think it's my day off today, so it's like trying to think. Well, I'm not living to ruin my day off. I feel like I'm ruining my day off. Then, like sometimes, you 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 feel like it sounds like you've got an association with alcohol, with family and fun. Like, do you not feel that you can? have fun yeah, no, no. enjoy your family no because then you won't have to do it through the week then yeah it's like and it's it, you know what it is, I can't, it's, not I a gift, is it? it's not a gift if it's making you feel bad it's not a gift no. the anxiety causes the next day it's the excess again yeah so it's not like a prize for us it's not a reward yeah no no if anything alcohol is if, if it does that to you it's a punishment yeah, this is pressing i know that yeah but we've got no it way. like it's enjoying <laughs> our life mm. It's, but yeah. you know what the three gins were? Because yeah. you, you didn't want to... F- it, it's like you go in that limbo, so it's like you've had the bottle of wine. Yeah. And because you've gone, oh, my God, I've drunk a whole bottle of wine, and then you've you've, you've had the gins to try and make you stop feeling bad about the bottle of wine. No, the, no it, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't happen until the next day. I know what it is. I think because I'm on such a little nice momentum a little bit and I feel content and I'm listening to music... I've got the dog next to me, and I just feel it's. A, I don't know if it's a false happiness or what, but I actually feel just on a nice level because, like, obviously, mm. I go through stuff in the day where I'm anxious, my thoughts are up and down, I'm having fights with myself, everything. And I think because I just feel on that little level, I don't do it every night, I only do it on a Sunday mostly. Yeah, and it's like, um, it's, it's depressant, isn't it? it yeah, that's yeah, so it's like a coping mechanism, isn't it? Yeah, that's why I'm mm. trying. That's why, I, like, I don't drink like that every night at all. Like, I, I try and if I have one drink through the week, it's a glass, a lot, one large wine, and that's it. Because I'm in work and stuff, and I don't like the after effect. But on a Sunday, I just seem to just go. Yeah. But then, yeah. So I, I know I understand. Maybe look at it and and ask yourself, like, is it? Do you feel like that's a reward for you? How you feel after it and. Do you feel like that's a reward and maybe find other rewards that maybe wouldn't make you feel like that and swap it? That's what I've done. I've thought no alcohol the whole of the week. What can I buy myself at the end of the week? <laughs> yeah. what, what am I getting? What's my reward? <laughs> yeah. See, for me now, for me to drink, it's got to be like a special occasion for me to drink now. It's like Vic said, I was like, it's because my family, it's so social for us in a way. But my mum and dad don't, my mum and dad can go to bed not in like a quite, they drink to enjoy it. Was yeah. I, oh, I don't, yeah, it's probably a little bit of a coping mechanism. What That's I've done. our generation as well, though. Like, there is mm. no ones, there's no one or two. It's an actual joke, isn't it? When we say just one, there is no one. Yeah. That's why I don't mm. either all yeah, or not. That's why, oh, yeah, I'm just not on. Yeah. And then when I, when I go, I'll make sure I've got like a week off. 
like I make sure I can like recuperate properly because kill alcohol completely lowers our vibration. Right. It's a depressant. Mm. It's a depressant. So if you want to be depressed, drink. Yeah. I wrote a full paper on it. It's it's an, it's actually a depressant. Yeah, mm. no, I'm, I'm aware of it all. That's what does me. I did even more. I'm aware of it. Yeah. Gives and me I, anxiety. Yeah, I'm just trying to battle with myself. I know what it does. I know what it's about. So why do I still like? But then I think, well, it's not like I do it every night. I do it once in the week, and then I'm just like, but then it's, it's, it's the effect after that once that affects more. Yeah. So like I, I I didn't stab myself five times. I only stabbed myself once. Yeah. It's like, do you know that and that that's it, isn't it? Because we've got it in our minds of it's like an enjoyment. Like we're not enjoying our life if we're not doing that. That's the way we've all been mm. conditioned. It's all of us. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how we enjoy life. It's like a celebration, isn't it? It's like a reward. Mm. Mm. Okay, Shall we and then it? as well, gin. Laura, they, they, they call it mother's ribbon, don't they? Makes like you cry, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I was doing Zorban, nothing ever in my living room. Oh, not. <laughs> See, that was the that was one of the things when my mum and dad split up, like Sunday night card nights. That was like more yeah. devastating than my dad not living with me anymore. <laughs> God, that's <laughs> terrible. We used to get put to, we used to get put to bed on a Sunday night on a Sunday afternoon and told like if we couldn't if we didn't sleep we couldn't go and they'd go around each other's houses. Yeah. But it was the it was the best times ever. Yeah. Seeing like they like playing with all the kids and staying out till silly o'clock. Like my dad is like on another level with drinking. It's like, oh my god. That's why they get on. I know. My dad, my dad says I mustn't drink enough because I'm like, he's like a pro, doesn't get ill. It's, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. I have spent my whole life waiting for my dad to drop dead and he's going to outlive me. Because <laughs> it's like, no. Like, that 40% proof whiskey and stuff, is there in that body? Oh. Or, or like, dead and everyone to drink half a pint of Alberson. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's just on another level. Yeah. Right. But he's still here, kicking. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do our visualisation. I'm not too sure what on, because we're on boundaries, but I'm not too sure where people have... We'll just see. Okay, so if we're just... We're just this is just three minutes. We're just going to relax just before we leave. So if you can just loosen your jaw and remove the t- your tongue from the top of your mouth. Drop your forehead and your shoulders and your arms and just relax, but really feel yourself in your seat now. Really let all your weight go into the seat. Inhale. And exhale. And again, inhale. Exhale. Now imagine yourself faced with a situation or a scenario where you hurt yourself or somebody else is hurting you. This is a cycle that continues to happen until you set your boundary. It's time to speak up now. It's time for you to stand in your own power without fear of judgment from anybody else, without the guilt 
of somebody else's response. It's time for you to speak your truth. It's time for you to validate how you feel. Because you matter too. Setting the boundary with yourself, maybe it's a change in behaviour. Maybe it's a change in your behaviour. Maybe it's a boundary that needs to be set in regards to somebody else's behaviour. Imagine you've set this boundary now. Things are changing. You're not getting the same problem over and over and over where you're feeling drained from somebody else or from yourself or feeling, I wish I would have, I should have and taking away your own personal power. It's time to reclaim your power and speak your truth. See yourself living differently now with these boundaries that you've explored today. How different would your life be? What changes, what impact would that make on your life? Because all it takes is a boundary and it's all in our control. And bring your awareness back whenever you're ready. <clears throat> See what everyone said. Older generations pick from inside. I almost lost my mum to it. Oh, I love how you stick into your boundaries. Good lessons, because it does always go over. Hopefully see you tomorrow at the Shankly. Oh yeah, hopefully. Right, well everyone, I hope you enjoyed tonight. Um, Laurie, when will the November calendar be released? It'll be in the, ne the next day or two. Oh, okay. So um, in the next day or two, you'll see the next the next five will be released for the month of 